0: Uh, Morning show at East Coast FM. Uh, Pete the Vet is here from Brave Vet on Old Conan. Pete's website, petethevet.com. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, Declan. Good morning, and I saw it. You saw? I saw it. What was it? It was the ad for Google, Pixel 7. Did you? All right. And were you impressed? I don't know. Mm. It told me nothing about the phone. It was all about image, I
1: suppose. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a lot of what phones are about? Yeah, but you're <laughs> an advocate of pixel phones. I, I like the pixel phones. Yes, I, I, I uh, for me, it's like your computer in your pocket all the time. What yeah. I'm waiting for is until they actually lodge them into your brain surgically, so you don't even have to <laughs> do anything else. You just think phone. That's what's the future, isn't it? Really.
0: So what's the what's the point of difference with a pixel and another brand?
1: I don't really know, Declan, because I haven't really gone into other brands You just keep
0: much. going on about Pixel all the well, time. No, what I
1: like is... So I, you've I, made this decision not knowing what the competition is like. Well, I like that... I like... I'm one of those people who... who I kind of like um, the fact that Google knows everything about me. and It knows where I've been. It knows where the photographs I've taken were taken and it's all integrated. So... It's I don't care that they know the information about me. Uh, and the fact that they do allows them to organise it in a way it makes it really easy for me to access. So I love looking back fifteen years to see what I was doing this day fifteen years ago. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. I was at East Coast Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and longer before that as well.
0: You know. And do you have so many junk photographs on your phone
1: that yes, you shouldn't that, really have a discussion? That's stage? the thing that's a bit embarrassing really is when you look back to see what you were doing 15 years ago today and you see a photograph of the corner of a room with nothing in it at all, it's obviously a pocket you know, one of those pictures you took by mistake so I still have all of those yes, and that's a terrible waste of data isn't it
0: So if you spent, um, you know 15 minutes a day just scrolling you know, just say Mm -hmm. I can afford 15 minutes of my day just go through my photo library, you could
1: maybe eliminate a lot. I'm sure you could too and I'm sure there will be time very soon when artificial intelligence will allow it to do it for us and we don't even need to bother. But for most of us I would rather not spend 15 minutes a day doing that. I've got plenty of other things to be doing.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, Well, we're here to talk about animals, really. Uh, I mean you know, will, mm. we, will we do that?
1: Let's do that, Declan. Uh, That's uh, much more place. interesting than phones.
0: I wanted to get your <laughs> opinion of uh, the moving crib situation and ah, the use of yes. animals. Uh, some people might say, uh, exploitation of animals um, for the nativity play. Others might say, sure, it's, it's Christmas and it brings the animals, farm animals, docile animals, well looked after by IFA and uh, approved by the Dublin Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. The bring animals
1: closer to, to children? I, I, I can see both sides of this one, Declan. I find it very, very hard to come down hard on one side or the other. Um, there's no doubt that, I mean, I think most urban children don't have enough experience of seeing real farm animals, and they don't have any understanding of it. As far as they're concerned, beef comes from where? I don't know, from a supermarket, and You know, they don't, don't, chicken, basically, uh, chickens uh, are are, are sort of um, flesh-coloured things that are cling-wrapped and picked up in supermarkets. So they don't understand about real living animals. And so any way that they can have an increased awareness of that has got to be good. And there's also pleasure for people in in going in there and having this experience. But then again, if the animals are suffering on account of that, well, that's not a good thing at all. And, and, you know, just using animals for entertainment without paying any attention to what they're feeling, that's really bad. So then the question is, well, what about specifics here? How do those animals feel? Now, I gave out a lot when the whole thing about the... Um, in the west of Ireland, what's it called? When that goat is put up onto a post. Yeah, in Kerry. In yeah, yeah, the Pug yeah. Fair. Puck Fair. Like, I gave out strongly about that. I thought that was terrible. But one of the reasons that was terrible was that it was a wild goat that's not used to humans at all. And this was being put on this post and surrounded by loads of people. For that animal, that would have been highly stressful. Now, what about the animals that are in the live crib? Um, how stressed are they by the situation? It's a bit different because they're not wild animals. They're farm animals. So they have some degree of familiarity with humans. And um, but to really assess it, I think you'd have to actually go in there and have a look at what's it like for the animals. And I haven't, I haven't been into it, and I haven't seen that myself. I know that, for example, the petting farms at zoos, they're probably the nearest equivalent I can think of. And I think they're actually really quite quite um, good things to have. Um, petting farms and zoos achieve the same thing, but in the zoo environment rather than in the mansion house. So, Yeah, yeah. yeah. can I stop you there and mm. just go back to the word zoo? Mm. And should
0: animals be in a zoo? Yes, that's another very really good question. I can see you're going to say on one side the conservation aspect because mm. uh, might be uh, some of the animals mightn't actually exist mm. if they didn't have a zoo to conserve them because of the way man is. Uh, as dealing with particularly open plains in Africa etc yes. um, but at the same time uh, animals to be in even cages are not in cages but in small confined open spaces to be stared at you know.
1: Yes I, I, I I would tend to feel more negative than positive about zoos and I think there's an element of once an institution is there then it will do everything to try and sustain itself because there's, everybody involved with it wants to keep it going. Um, and so the conservation aspect is for sure true but it's also used as a way of justifying the continuation of the situation. And if you're starting from scratch, without any existing zoos, would you really set up zoos these days? Or would you instead say, what's the ideal way that we can conserve animals? I don't think it would necessarily involve... Having places that people go go and visit and, and, and look at the animals, I think you could have an ideal situation where the animals are conserved in different ways without the extra thing of being stressed by stuck in cages and people looking at them but i don 't know these are really difficult areas to have very very hard opinions on for me. I can see both sides. Mm. I can see both do we sides. own animals? Um, <laughs> so yeah, people well, feel yeah.
0: we, Some people feel we own animals. They, they feel entitled to it and shoot them if they want to or whatever. For no reason. Not for eating or anything like that. It's just uh, for the pleasure of killing in something.
1: A, in our culture, we do own animals, but there are plenty of animal rights... Um, believers who would say that in, you know, in 200 years time, we'll look back on owning animals in the same way as we now look back on owning people as slaves. And, um, the problem is that if you extend the idea of, okay, we don't own animals, they exist as independently as we humans do, you can see how you could end up with a, a, a chaotic kind of a world with animals being allowed to roam freely, not being controlled at all, because they don't have rational brains like we do. Um... Or you could end up with a world with no animals because people aren't allowed to own them. So it's, um, I mean, the best I can do is say, look, let's be kind to animals. Let's give them the best quality of lives we can. Um, And, um, you know, um, try and navigate between different polarized opinions and find middle ground that, that works reasonably well for people and for animals. And that's kind of where I try to go. I mean, I think what we have to really focus on is avoiding the major stresses. We want to avoid animals suffering loads of um, stress and pain and discomfort. And that's what our aim should be. Um, and so where does that take us with the, with, with the live crib? Well, I don't know, but I saw something else today, actually. In France, they've got a, a thing called Aquaman. is this chap wandering around with a goldfish bowl on his head... Um, His head is submerged in water inside the goldfish bowl. It's sealed at the neck. And there's goldfish bobbling around inside this goldfish bowl around him. And he's breathing through a tube which goes from his mouth um, to the outside world. So it's a bit like um, scuba diving in reverse or something, I don't know. Um, And is that fair to those little Mm -hmm. goldfish? Probably not, Hmm. although they say they use the same fish that they've used for the last 10 years and that they're very happy little fish. So, (laughs)
0: yeah, I mean, the big ones are the horse racing and so many deaths of of horses. Yeah, but but it's an industry that gets supported.
1: And indeed, they say that the horses love horse racing and they really enjoy it and they race if they are allowed to is what they want to do and there's some truth in that as well so this is another one of these very difficult yeah. areas I, um, I suppose it's for society to decide isn't it what sort, of, what sort of society you want to have around us that's why we in a democracy and we should have I think we should have better democracy where people are allowed to, 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 to have their opinions taken into account greyhound racing is another one and I think surveys would have shown that most people don't Really want the government to give twenty million a year? Well, if the, after, the after
0: treatment, which was the problem, the retiring—if
1: um, they were allowed to retire—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's always about welfare issues yeah. and and about, like I say, it's about pain and suffering and death of animals. And you know, how much should we permit for human entertainment? or should we any at all for human entertainment and uh, there's always going to be a lively debate around these things there certainly is well you mentioned mm. about animals roaming free and things like that mm. well, I mentioned
0: that to somebody who was on from an animal rights group last mm. week mm. and uh, a, a, a uh, a person unsigned actually sent me a text Yes, um, because I was just asking the questions, you know, the way you do yeah. sort of things. Yeah. Uh, a person said an appalling interview just done with the ISPCA. It wasn't the ISPCA. Mm-hmm. It was uh, an animal risk group. Mm-hmm. Came over very strongly that your interviewer, that's me, was not neutral on the subject of animal use at, at the mansion house for Christmas. Made some ridiculous comparisons with 2,000 years ago saying about animals in the stable uh, <laughs> yes. and, uh, the Christmas story as such, nativity, and mm-hmm. farm animals um, being on the streets of Sri Lanka, which they, in fact they are, cows yes, they just have. roam free. They it's do. Just, it's,
1: it's That's what happens.
0: Yeah. Yes. So, um person wasn't happy with me or whatever, but, you know, you mentioned animals roaming free.
1: Yes, yes, well, I mean, you know, um, animals don't roam free in Ireland, and if they did, there would be traffic hazards as there are in Sri Lanka, when there are cows roaming free. Or in Africa, when there are elephants roaming free. So do we want to live in a society where there are traffic hazards like that? Or do you want to control animals? That's a good... Well, I don't think that's... I think that's a good question. The answer to it is obvious. You do want to control animals, so yes. <laughs> we have cats roaming free, but cats... Um, you know, they, they don't, they're they not on the same scale as dogs and cattle and elephants when it comes to causing hazards. So I suppose that's why we allow that. <laughs> I think common sense should prevail, Declan. That's my kind of mission, really. You know, common okay. sense. Okay. Anyway, I've forgotten what we were supposed to be talking about. Oh, we were going to talk about animals dreaming, because... That's there's, right, there's yes. I think yeah. that's a fascinating topic. Um, and um, dreaming used to be thought to be a part of human consciousness, really, and that uh, No, we only, only us have got brains that can think so deeply and have an imagination and and, you know, wake up and reflect on things, whereas animals were just these automatons. But, but they jump,
0: dogs jump uh, as if they're having a yeah. nightmare, yes, or they well, start running, uh,
1: yeah. even though they're sleeping. You're, yeah. you're absolutely right. The owners have observed that for years, and they're always just told, that oh, that's just reflexes. But s- scientists have been busy for the last 20 or 30 years doing different things, which have shown that, actually, yes, all the evidence is that animals... Dream. They have rapid eye movements, um, sleep just like we do, and that they worked out that animals from spiders upwards dream, um, and and examples would include um, rats, which have exactly the same electrical activity in their brain as they had the previous day when they were wandering around a maze working out which way to go they replay exactly the same electrical movements in their brain as they had when they were actually going through the maze um and and um finches they um if, if they're learning a new song at night time when they're deeply asleep they have the identical electroactivity activity in their brain as they had when they were singing the song earlier in the day so they're singing in their sleep and they, 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 they don't really know why this is this extends by the way to all sorts of other animals cats, dogs a uh, huge number of different types of animals and they reckon it's all part of trying to understand what dreams are about and we still don't understand what dreams are about for humans um, uh, but the idea is that it's to do with um, the the brain basically reorganizing its filing system when it's not consciously doing other stuff. So when you're asleep, the brain can kind of go off-duty, and when it's off-duty, it, it goes through the events of the previous day and it reattaches those events to different sections of the brain, and buries them sometimes, and stores them sometimes, and maybe sometimes forgets them, I don't know, but it it processes them anyway. And that processing um, has, has an evolutionary basis that goes back right to the very beginning of, or early to the beginning of life, so even creatures like um, spiders dream. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think the main message for me is, we, we can no longer think that we humans are somehow exclusive and that we are simply an extension of other animals and therefore their consciousness is way more like ours than we used to think it it was. So, um, you know, um, when animals look frightened, they're frightened uh, and that applies to spiders as much as to mice as to cats and dogs. And the overriding message, Declan, is be kind to animals, whatever you're doing. Pete Weatherburn, our vet, from PeteTheVet.com, uh, uh, is
0: website, and Old Connor, uh, where you'll find the practice. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Good Thank morning. You, good morning to you. Uh, morning show, these.